It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. With Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman, and welcome to the best show on your radio. It's Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell that smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Do not accuse us of being insensitive, you Jets fans out there, because this is the song that kicks off this show all the time. We're determined to let the good times roll every afternoon between 3 and 7. I don't want Jets fans hitting this fellow Jet fan, Freddie Coleman, on Twitter at Coleman ESPN or at Harry on Twitter at HDouglas83 by saying, you guys are not being sensitive. You guys are being insensitive because we're having Aaron Rodgers last night. This is what we do each and every day at 3 o'clock. That's how we kick off the show and kick off every hour. So all your comments about being insensitive, save it, especially when I'm a Jets fan. And the most, Harry, Jetsian things that could happen of Jetsian things. Four plays in, Aaron Rodgers' season is over, and we found out today what we suspected last night, a torn Achilles, done, finito, Nathan, gone with Aaron Rodgers in 2023. Freddie, I was in such disbelief last night because I am an Aaron Rodgers fan. Right. I am a guy that played in the National Football League, the wide receiver position for 10 years. And I had the utmost respect for every quarterback that I played with. But if there was one quarterback I wish I had the opportunity to play with, it was Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Just a lot of things that he's able to do on the football field that not everyone can just go out there and say that I'm going to be able to do. Also, he leaves the Green Bay Packers and goes to the New York Jets, and we see a different side of Aaron Rodgers that we haven't seen before. And he has done everything right, and his teammates is backing him. He's there for those guys. He's there in the offseason. He's going out in the city. He's really embracing everything that this Jets organization has in store for him and also the city Mm -hmm. of New York. He had Jets fans believing and wanting to see him. I went to the barbershop this morning, Freddie. My haircut appointment was at 8, 8.30 p.m. Uh-huh. And see, my best see friend, us bald guys never have to worry about such things, but carry on. Uh, I see. Mr. Milk Dud himself. Yeah, because <laughs> bald men are a lot smarter than you hair dudes. That's all I got to say about that. Less, less hair getting in the way of our brain power, especially at certain altitudes as far as that goes. <laughs> so so my, my appointment is at 8.30, and I get to the barbershop, and my best friend Tariq is about to cut my hair, and he was like, man – he was disappointed because, you know, he said, I ate dinner early. Right. Just so I can watch Aaron Rodgers. Another barber in there, Clem, mm-hmm. doesn't even watch sports like that. But he was like, man, I, I was tuned in because I wanted to see Aaron Rodgers and I wanted to see what he was going to be able to do. So for the magnitude of this football game and yeah. for it to be on 9 11 and Aaron Rodgers comes out that tunnel with the flag, Absolutely. the anticipation of everything, Josh Allen versus Aaron Rodgers, and for him to go down. I was in disbelief and I was shell shocked. And I kept saying to myself, because you never want your brother. And I'm calling my brother because it's a fraternity, right? When right. you play in the National Football League. Uh-huh. And I'm saying to myself, he's going to come back. At what point is he going to come back? And as time started to pass, I kept saying to myself that this, this might not be good. Because Aaron Rodgers is still in the tent. Then I heard the cart was coming to get him. And he was going back to the, in the locker room to get 
x-rays and then I heard the x-rays were negative and I was like my goodness this cannot be happening especially after what we witnessed on Sunday night football and the Giants being an embarrassment of their organization and their fans and then we get this to start off the game Aaron Rodgers goes down mm-hmm. it can't be yeah, that's it, all I kept saying to myself it can't be Yeah, it was some 24 hours when it comes to the Giants on Sunday night and then the injury to Aaron Rodgers and the Jets on Monday night the main thing 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 the main the main thing with Freddie and Harry. Normally, social media will blow up in situations like this. Twitter went nuts when this whole thing happened. And everybody's playing amateur psychologist, amateur doctor, amateur groundskeeper because plenty of people put it out there about the turf and the grass. Even David Bakhtiari, Aaron Rodgers' former team with the Green Bay Packers, he basically said the turf called this injury. I'll say this about it. It's the National Freaking Football League. Yeah. These things are going to happen. This could have happened on grass. It could happen on AstroTurf. Could have happened in his backyard. Could have happened at the backyard barbecue. When you have big bodies like that, at a certain point, sometimes a body is going to be compromised. You can't tell me definitively. Nobody can tell me definitively that his Achilles injury happened because they played on the turf at MetLife Stadium. Because then what would the narrative would have been, Harry? Let's say if he got on a natural grass field. Well, if they had field turf, this wouldn't have happened. You can't play flip and flop to further an agenda out there just because you don't like the fact they have a turf field that, by the way, is a new turf field at MetLife Stadium compared mm-hmm. to previous years. And I know Brees Hall, the Jets running back, said that grass is the answer. Players would rather play on grass. But nobody can come up to me and say, you know, I got a doctorate in field turf, and I think that's the reason he got injured. When you have a human being hitting another human being like that and bodies get twisted, sometimes in the NFL, these kind of injuries are going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's like that sometimes, right? And you don't want it to happen, but that's the nature of the sport. That's the nature of the business. And, you know, when you look at the weight from that defender being on top of Aaron Rodgers and uh, that could have played a part in this as well. His his leg being in a certain posture, that could have played a, a factor in, in, into it as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just going to sit up here and go to route it. Oh, it was the field turf. Now, get a former player, Freddie, do we like I gonna grass? Say speak, I was going to say speak we, on this now. Yes, those we, who like, don't know. we like grass. Especially when I started getting older and the more surgeries that I, that I had, I was like, man, when we used to go indoors and practice, you know, my coach used to protect me. Hey, you're not going to take that many reps today. We're on the turf. And I get it. I understand it. But what we seen last night could have been anything, could have been a combination mm-hmm. of things. And I'm not just going to sit up here and just pinpoint and say, you know what? He got hurt because it was on turf. Right. We just seen J.K. Dobbins tear his Achilles right this, this, this past weekend. And, and, so, and it's natural grass at M&T Bank Stadium where they exactly. play in Baltimore. So anything could happen at any given time, and it's a part of the sport. When you go out there, you say your prayers that everyone from both sides come out injury-free, but that's not what always happens. Yeah, no doubt. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We're still waiting for New York Jets head coach Robert Sala. He's going to address the media. It was supposed to happen at 3 o'clock. That was nine minutes ago. But whenever he gets to the podium to talk about this and the Jets' future, what they're going to do at quarterback, we're going to go live to that press conference involving the head coach of New York Jets, Robert Sala, talking about Aaron Rodgers and his injury, the Achilles injury, knocking him out for the rest of 2023. You can weigh in at Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776 with this question. Was last night the last time we're going to see Aaron Rodgers on a playing field? 
But check out what Stefania Bell, ESPN injury expert, had to say when she was on Sportsman Like with Evan Cohen, Michelle Smallman, and Chris Canty about how long will this recovery take for Aaron Rodgers if and when he gets back on the football field in 2024. It's a tough rehab. There's no doubt about it. Uh, We have seen the timeline shorten a bit in terms of players returning to the field, but most athletes will tell you that it takes a good year to get their strength and explosiveness back, and it's really those qualities that take time. By the time you wait for the tendon to heal, get enough strength and recovery, uh, functional training to get back to the field, you're usually looking at a minimum of six months but often a year or more for full recovery to what used to be pre-injury. I'm going to go by the way you say, Harry, about dealing with injuries. For those who don't know, what kind of injuries did you have that allowed the team to say, hey, we got to take it easy because we don't want this injury to be re-aggravated or have another injury similar to this? Not saying it's the same thing what Aaron Rodgers went through, but NFL players at a certain age have to deal with something, whether it's as traumatic as that or whatever you had to deal with when you played in the NFL? Well, so my second year in the league, I tore my ACL, my MCL, my meniscus, and had a bone fracture all on one play in training camp. Wow. And that rehab process was held so much to the point to where I don't wish an injury on my worst enemy Mm -hmm. because it was that brutal trying to come back and then working on my extension and working on my flexion to the point of where my trainers have used to have to strap me down to the table. Right. And I found a way to squirm up out of that strap because that's how painful the rehab was. I also tore both of my groins twice. So I had groin surgery twice. Um, I had a Liz Frank injury in my foot. I had a lot of different things. And the older I got when I had injuries, and then on my left knee right now, I still have a torn meniscus and a bone edema. And I remember I had to go on IR for the first, uh, I think, 10 games my last year in the league. Hmm. And even that wasn't, you know, right. And then you start compensating. And next thing you know, they're telling me I got to have hip surgery, you know, because my age and I'm getting older and, and, you know, my body's not the same as when you're younger. So for Aaron Rodgers at his age being 39, tearing, tearing his Achilles, it's going to be a uphill battle. But I will say this. Okay. For a guy who has played the way he, he's played his entire career, uh, a guy that a lot of people at times wanted to see fail and not succeed, but he's also a human being that wants to prove people wrong to say that I still can do this. I don't see that being Aaron Rodgers' last snap as a football player in the National Football League. I don't, that, I, don't, yeah. I don't think that's going to be his ending to his story, Right, and I think he's going to overcome it and come back. Aaron Rodgers does not want his football epitaph to be on the fourth play of the opening game of his season with a brand-new team in a place that he wanted to go to. Yep. And being all in the New York Jets, he does not want to be on his football tombstone that his last game was fourth play, Achilles torn on a sack that happened by the Buffalo Bills, and that's going to be it for him. That's not a vanity thing. It's not a money thing. It's a pride thing. Aaron yep. Rodgers, everybody know from the jump, the minute that they made this trade with the Green Bay Packers, he wasn't just going to be one of those mercenary guys that if it doesn't work after one year, deuces him out of here. He essentially said, I'll sign a three-year contract. And yet we can do whatever we want. You can have void years. You can manage money, salary cap, this and that. But I'm going to be here past 2023. The last thing he would want is to say, okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm just going to quit. Not like that. It's one thing if the game goes away from you and you don't have it anymore. He knows he still has it. And injury is not going to take away that from the psyche when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. I'm firmly with you that this is not the last time we're going to see him on a football field. Lucas in Virginia at 888-729-3776. Lucas, what do you say about this on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio? 
Well, I mean, I think it's very unfortunate, you know. Uh, definitely wanted to see what Rodgers could do. Uh, I think he's going to have another retreat to the darkness before he really figures <laughs> out <laughs> what he wants to do with life. But uh, I think that he will uh, – I think he'll come back. It's just a matter of time. And, you know, I, my question now is how does his legacy hang on this? Well, it's a fair question. Here's why I'll say this about the legacy question. I don't think anything that happened last night or anything that happened with the Jets was going to affect the legacy of Aaron Rodgers. Guys like him, they will control that narrative more than anything else. You can try to put out whatever you want about his legacy, and Aaron Rodgers, guys like him, are going to shut you down. They're going to use their resume and say, look what I've done. You see, oh, four-time MVP, I've won a Super Bowl. I want that Mount Rushmore kind of quarter. He's not going to let you or anybody else dictate what his legacy is supposed to be. If anything, if he comes back from that and he plays well next year for the Jets, if adds to his legacy, doesn't take away from his legacy. Well, that, that's, that's my thing because when you look at Aaron Rodgers in his career, Freddie, I think he can add to it because when you look at quarterbacks in that two Super Bowl win category, and I talk about the most recent ones, when you look at a Peyton Manning, when you look at an Eli Manning, right. Ben Roethlisberger, you look at a Patrick Mahomes, now if Aaron Rodgers can get that second Super Bowl and the way we talked about him with one Super Bowl, that puts him in a different light. More so, I think all those guys probably accept Patrick Mahomes, right? Right. But but before we were talking about Patrick Mahomes, we were talking about Aaron Rodgers and his arm talent and the different throws that he can make, rolling left, still throw it 40, 50 on a line drive and hit the receiver in stride. So I think he can add to his legacy, especially when you talk about that, the conversation of, okay, who has two Super Bowls under their resume? And I think he he can add to his legacy in that way. And that's why Jets fans were so exercised. Poor Samuel Pierce, one of our guys behind the scenes. Now, I'm devastated in terms of being a Jets fan. But like I talked about with Christine Leesty, our sports and anchor, she said, how you feel? I said, in the most Jetsian things that can happen, this is the most Jetsian thing that could ever happen, that you go after Aaron Rodgers. You land that big fish. You didn't go for the guppy. You didn't go for the small trout. Mm. No, you landed Jaws. When it comes to Aaron Rodgers, and then he gets there in the fourth play, snap, crackle, pop. Achilles goes out, and all of a sudden, you don't have Aaron Rodgers for 2023. Now, I'm upset, but at the same time, I'm thinking, as a Jets fan, I got a lot of PTSD. Poor Sam Pierce almost called out today. Sam Pierce basically shunned his woman saying, honey, not now. Now, Sam, speak up for yourself. You can speak up for yourself. Come on now. <laughs> what he saying? No, yeah. I don't. He don't want to be in the doghouse. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with the doghouse. I, <laughs> I would give anything that I have to go back to the moment when he ran out the tunnel with the flag. I had chills. I was so hyped. I was so pumped. I was full of energy. I was loud. The neighbors were probably mad at me. I did not care. <laughs> the injury happens, and my lady was trying to talk to me. Still talk about the game. I said, "Baby, I love you. Shut up." I wow! Her. I you told her to there. shut up. I told her to shut up. And you two are still what? together. I told her to shut. I said, shut "What?" Up. Give me a minute. I said, "I need a minute." Because in my heart of hearts, I knew as a former football player, when the way his foot was kind of dangling, in my heart, I was still holding out hope. Uh huh. But I was, I didn't have a good feeling about it from jump. Well, we're going to bring in Christine Lisi, female, by the way. Our sports and an anchor. What advice do you have for Sam Pierce right now, based on telling his woman to shut up? Samuel, I love you. But 
No, if I knew your middle name, I'd middle name you right now. Oh, government name. There we go. <laughs> she hit him with the Samuel. She, did. she, she hit him with the Samuel. You, she did. Oh, Samuel. She didn't say Sam. She didn't say my friend. She said Samuel. She she did the same with Gil King. Like Samuel. Samuel. I feel like Samuel. I Samuel. Into Samuel. Just now. I feel like I got called to the principal's office. Disappointing Christine Lee. That's just another thing. I, I don't need a 13th reason why right now. I'm on he, edge. It's not for nothing, Sam. I see right through this lie. You don't care about this one, Christine. You're afraid that when she she brings trees to work that you're going to be LOL. You're going to be outside looking at it. She's going, you want some, you want to the food I brought in Sam, Samuel. <laughs> LOL, Samuel. I needed LOL, to say, Samuel. I need a moment. I need, that's yeah, not, not shut up. Yeah, that right. not fly. She, Christine, she, it sounds like he needs to go to counseling. Yeah. See, in counseling, you would learn that, Sam. Exactly. <laughs> See, she, she's right, but yes. she can't take Lisey treats from me. I have no quarterback. I, I the know, treats are all I have. have right now. <laughs> Poor thing. You, you almost a shot to they bow wow. Let's put it that way. After putting that kind of thing out there, Tim in Missouri, let us know if Aaron Rodgers, you believe he will play again. Let us know on Freddie and Harry at 888 729 3776. Hey, gentlemen. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I don't believe, uh, I mean, I believe Rodgers, he'll be back. I look at it this way. I mean, I spent many a Sunday sitting at Giant Stadium. Mm-hmm. I'm now in Missouri, halfway across the country, but. I never really liked Rodgers, but I could tell that he has more of a work ethic because he's from that older generation. And unfortunately, I don't think a lot of the players have that anymore. But I see him being there probably till 2025. Interesting. No, no. Okay. I, I mean, I, I definitely don't think it's his last year. But, you know, he has a ton of time right now to figure a lot of things out, right? Right. And your emotions in that moment, trust me, I know, they're, they're racing all over the place. I was an emotional wreck in 2009. I was, was going to ask you, what was that like dealing with that? Because everybody never thinks about the sunset. They always yep. think about the sunrise, especially playing on any kind of professional level, no matter what sport that is. What was it? Something so you get to a point where you get to do something you love so much. And then for Aaron Rodgers, you're with a new team. You found this new life. You're rejuvenated. You have even more of a reason to go out there every single day. And these young players around you uh, make things easier to walk into that building every single day. And you see how they react to you because you're Aaron Rodgers. So you want to be there for them. And this happens, the emotional side of it. And I understand he's older, but they everyone goes through it. it. Doesn't age has nothing to do with it? Like you, you go through that emotional side of things. And what could I have done better? What if I would have did this? If I just would have, you know, audible to this? What if we would have got the ball first? All of these things go to your head. Wow! And I remember someone told me um, it was one of our scouts. Never question God. Right. God never hits Paul's without a cause, like never question God. And that was all I needed to hear. And from that moment on, like every card that someone sent me, I thumbtacked it to my wall. So every day I woke up, I didn't feel sorry for myself. I Mm -hmm. never questioned what happened. And I had that motivation every single day that I was going to rehab because I would look on my wall and see how many people was counting on me. My family was counting on me. And that was my motivation. But you go through the emotional part of it. Wow, that's fantastic. By the Keith in New Jersey, my man, what you got to say on Freddie and Harry about Aaron Rodgers being out for the season after tearing his Achilles last night, even though the Jets beat the Buffalo Bills 22-16. to 
Hey, guys. How you doing today, man? Good, love the show. Love your personality. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you. Love it. I, I do it, man. You guys you guys got a good click together. I, I, I enjoy it. Uh, I, I've ref soccer for many, many years, played it. And they did a study, and, and I wish I wasn't driving. And mm-hmm. there was someplace I could have pulled over. I would have loved to pull up the facts on it. But it was like a three-to-one injury increased when it did go from artificial to natural grass. Uh, like, if you look at the major soccer leagues of the world, there's no turf. It's all grass. Even in the winter, it's grass. It's got that little bit of give with these powerful athletes that save them a lot with their joints. Okay. Keith, I'm, I'm not dismissing turf as a factor. By the way, thanks for the phone call and the kind words and safe travels where you're going. I just don't want people to say that that was the main factor why this injury happened. But I'm not dismissing turf as a factor, but so many people are saying it was because of the turf, because of the turf, because of the turf. There was also a 260-pound man that landed on Aaron Rodgers and forced his body to twist. That, to me, had as much to do with that, Harry, as the field turf at at, at MetLife Stadium last night. Yeah, and that's one of the components in this entire thing. And his his leg and his foot not being in the proper uh, place at the same time that all that weight is bearing down on his body – I think that more than anything played a factor into it. Uh, and sometimes, man, he, he, these freak plays that, that, that happen, it's just like Tua, right? His head being pushed down, his head slamming down Good and hitting call. the turf. Yep. Like freak things like this happen, and we don't know when they're going to happen, but it's, it, it literally is a part of the game. You don't want to see it happening to anyone out there performing, but it's a part of the game and it happens. So – I think in terms of MetLife Stadium, right, in terms of his people like, just get grass, just get grass. The amount of concerts and other activities they have at that stadium, if you were to have grass and people tromp- tromping on the, on the grass during mm-hmm. a stadium, yeah. it, would, it would adversely affect the grass that you have on the field. So there's a yeah. lot that goes into yeah. You can't just get yep. grass. You know what I mean? There's a lot that yeah. goes into because it. Because now for now, they have two concerts Thursday and Friday. Then he had the Giants on Sunday and then the Jets on Monday. Financially, owners and stadium owners – are not going to go to grass because there's too much money they imagine, lose. Imagine if it was raining like it was with grass and people on the field. You know, Absolutely. The, the field would be even worse. Yeah, no doubt well, you'll probably that. have more injuries as well, too. Yeah, and that's a whole other thing. Honestly, then they would say, because, why don't you guys go you to know, field turf? Yeah. When you have that wet, slippery field, I, I told you all the other day, like the, the worst thing to play on yeah. is, 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 is rain or play in is rain. Yeah, especially now, more than ever before. Great stuff yeah. by Harry Douglas. Also, Devin Kane hanging out with us as well. Thanks to everybody else hanging out with us here on Freddie and Harry. I'm Freddie Coleman and Pat McAfee today on the Pat McAfee show said this about the future of Aaron Rodgers. What I am hearing from people close to Aaron is have I know how he finished that sentence and our reaction to it plus a friends too. keep it here on ESPN radio. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing a one of a kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act... That sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. 
Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Inside the 20, Snutter steps to the 10, to the 5, touchdown! This game is over! Now, I seen I had a shot. I had Artie and Bryce Hall on the ends. I trust them guys to my core. Stuff like that doesn't happen overnight, man. That's, that's someone that deserves everything that's going to come his way. And, um, you know, we all knew in the facility since day one he's special with the ball in his hands, man. And, and I'm glad the world got to see that today. But um, there's a lot more where that came from today. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. appreciate you joining us today on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We'll continue to get to your calls. Was this the last time we're going to see Aaron Rodgers on the football field after suffering a torn Achilles injury last night in the Jets win over Buffalo? We'll take your calls at 888-729-3776. We're still waiting for Jets head coach Robert Sala. Apparently he's on Jets time right now. He's supposed to be at the press conference at 3 o'clock. It's now 3.32 Eastern time, but when he goes to the podium, we'll check out exactly what he has to say about Aaron Rodgers, what the Jets are going to do, et cetera, et cetera. And Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, goes to the podium whenever that happens. Meanwhile, on the Pat McAfee show, Pat McAfee himself, he usually has Aaron Rodgers on every Tuesday. We know that did not happen today. But he had this to say about the future of Aaron Rodgers and if it will include or not include staying in the NFL. What I am hearing from people close to Aaron is he is obviously devastated. This is a very, 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 very bad morning in Aaron Rodgers' world. Aaron Rodgers put everything into this. Aaron Rodgers had a brand new body guru, was in the best shape of his life. Energy-wise, felt like he was 25 again, 26 again. Had a whole new building to kind of win over and to influence. Had a whole new fan base to impress a whole new season a whole new potential legacy being written in a new city for a hall of fame career that's already been created he went all in for this for it all just to disappear before even getting to reap the benefit from that i personally and this is with no information from aaron Rodgers, i don't think he's going to go out like that and it's devastating freddie it's devastating man because When you give your all, when you put everything that you have into something and that something is new, that something is something that you never have gone through before in the National Football League and those young players from Sauce Gardner and you see the relationship with him and Quentin Williams and Garrett Wilson and those guys believing you that, hey, we got our guy now to go toe to toe with any of those big dogs in the AFC conference. We have our guy. We feel great about ourselves. We like our chances to contend for a Super Bowl and then and something of this magnitude happens and you're injured and then you get the news that it's a torn Achilles in which you probably knew last night. But what's what's worse is when you actually hear it from the doctors. When I first heard the doctors tell me broke down in tears right, right instantly, right there, right there. So it's different when you hear it from the doctors versus speculating about it. So let's bring in Marcus Spears, who, like my man Harry Douglas, played in the NFL. And like my man Harry Douglas, knows a lot about football, NFL, college football-wise. Does a great job. And he's probably get up, 
first take, NFL Live, et cetera. Hit him on social media at mspears96. He joins here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. After we finish talking to Marcus Spears, we'll have sound from Robert Sala, the head coach of the New York Jets, who was at the podium momentarily. We'll hear exactly what he had to say about the future of the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Marcus, you were there last night, part of ESPN Monday Night Football Countdown. What was it like being in that building with all that pomp and circumstance? He runs out on the field with the flag, and then four plays later, Aaron Rodgers' season is over for the New York Jets. Yeah, man. Well, first of all, what's tough, fellas? I hope y'all will. Same, um, same to you. You know how we feel. It was you know crazy. You, you could feel the energy um, in the building. You could tell that it was a fan base that truly felt like now we have a chance to not only be a good football team, win a Super Bowl. And you guys know, Eric been around the game a long time. You as well, Freddie. You know when you really have a chance as opposed to we're going to show up on Sundays and hope for the best. Um, and the, 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 the bad part about it is is that now I think the Jets are showing up that way. Uh, we hoping for the best. We hope that Zach Wilson is going to take a step. We hope that he can be the quarterback to get us into the playoffs. Um, and then, too, man, like when the injury happened, it was almost – it was like grief. Um, it was like this belief, and we heard it from a lot of Jets fans even before the game, and I'm sure we – you guys, like I have, heard it in the off season. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. It's, it's the Jets. It's we cursed, and you know all of that type of stuff. So to have something like this happen that reinforces, you know, a lot of those people real feelings about that franchise was just devastating. And then too, um, you guys know I've been a harsh critic of Aaron Rodgers when it came to the Green Bay situation and how all of that played out, but I've been very complimentary to him and how he's handled the transition into the Jets. Um, the new scenery, I thought, brought back a lot of his youthfulness. It brought back some, it got a, a lot of the bitterness that I would see from Aaron Rodgers um, out of his system, being in a new place, a new kind of revive, you know, and yep. we get grumpy when we get around for it, man. A lot of stuff <laughs> piss us off. So to see him happy and, and, and wanting to, um, wanting to kind of invest in these players and these young players, it just was devastating for him personally. But that, that stadium went silent, bro. And Swagoo, I'm glad you brought up Zach Wilson. So when you look at the Jets and their team now, we understand what that defense is. But this team with Aaron Rodgers goes from contending, in my opinion now, to Zach Wilson to potentially making the playoffs. Do you see the Jets or should they bring in another quarterback or should they just say, you know what, we're going to ride this thing out with Zach Wilson? I think they should bring in another quarterback. Um, I think they should bring in – and I – Posting on Twitter, I think Taylor Heineke is an interesting guy for the Jets. Okay. Um, last time we saw him, he played really well with a really good defense on the other side. And no, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Taylor Heineke is 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 the 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 end all be all, but he has some mobility, he has some athleticism, he's played with who I think a top tier wide receiver in this league is, and Terry McLaurin. So a lot of familiarity with. Now I don't know about the system that Hackett runs. I don't know how it translates. Um, for Taylor Heineke. Um, I'm not in the weeds like that when it comes to verbiage and how a quarterback translates. But when I look at his skill set and I think about his 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 situation in Washington and the last like I know he played he had some struggles, but we also saw some highlights. He played against Tom Brady and them in that playoff game and played well. Wow. Grace up by Marcus Spears. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Marcus. Finish up. Oh yeah, because of the ability uh, that he had athletically, I just I think intriguing idea um, to 
to, to reach out to Taylor Heineke. I don't think Fred, you need a stationary quarterback behind this offensive line. And, Freddie, I'm going to say this really quick before I let you go, right? There's a reason why Taylor Heineke, and I know this, that he's a backup quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. They watched yep. that tape when he played against the Atlanta Falcons and what he did against them, mm-hmm. and they believed in him enough to sign him to back up Desmond Ritter. But if Desmond Ritter was to go down, they believed that Taylor Heineke would be able to get the job done as well. So to Marcus's point, I can understand where he's coming from when he mentions the quarterback Taylor Heineke. Real quick, Marcus, before we let you go, Marcus, we're ESPN NFL analyst here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, we know this Jets team had all those expectations. Is it maybe yeah. start? Is it maybe time to start talking about maybe the Miami Dolphins based on Buffalo and Josh Allen having his issues? The Jets got their issues. We don't know what the page will look like. Is this now the Miami Dolphins division to lose? Why? Or why not, brother? I picked Miami to win it with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they would be the. I thought they would win the division anyway. Look, man, last year when Tua was healthy, this was a top three offense in the league, and in a lot of metrics, the best defensively. When Vic Fangio came over, is what did it for me. It was more about me saying Fangio is going to get this defense to where it needs to be. Now I know they gave up a lot of points to the Los Angeles Chargers, but that's a really good offense, and Justin Herbert played well. And Week One is is kind of. A hit or miss, right? right. Um, but I think they are so dynamic offensively, man, with Tua's accuracy, which is his superpower, that it's going to be difficult for teams to defend these people. And and it, it just shows you this league, right, yeah. and how immediate it changes when it comes to not only injuries but a new situation, a new, a new coach is in, instituted into an organization, all of those things. Miami, to me – was the best team coming into the season in the AFC. It's always East. good. It's always good. Marcus says, what up with us? And anytime he does that, we always feel good about that. He is Marcus Spears, ESPN NFL analyst. Like I mentioned, great follow on Twitter at mspears96. Gracious with his time and his intellect here on Freddie and Harry. Keep doing your thing, Swaggy. We'll talk to you soon, my man. Thanks a lot again. All right, brother. All right, brother. And I appreciate y'all, man. Absolutely. Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. He is Harry Douglas. I am Freddie Coleman. Keep weighing in. Your phone calls on Aaron Rodgers, the injury, and his future at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. And you're going to hear with New York Jets what they're going to do to replace Aaron Rodgers in 2023, courtesy of their head coach, Robert Sala. His words will be heard by you next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 
Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 8. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Moments ago, Robert Sala, the head coach of New York Jets, had a chance to speak to the media about the New York Jets losing Aaron Rodgers to a torn Achilles injury, suffering last night's win over the Buffalo Bills. And what are they going to do now with Zach Wilson being the guy once again? This is what he said to the media moments ago. Uh, obviously, we, we know it's torn. Uh, that's been confirmed. But uh, as far as everything else, I'll, I'll have to get back to everybody on, on the uh, rest of it. Robert, do you guys plan to add um, another quarterback here in the coming days? And if so, what caliber of quarterback are you looking to add and what will his role be? Yeah, um, we're, we are going to look through some things, but um, but I do want to make it very clear. Uh, Zach's our quarterback. Um, we got a lot of faith in Zach. We're really excited about his opportunity, um, but we're, we're rolling with Zach and um, and excited for this. Uh, excited for him, and like I said, this opportunity that he's going to get. Robert, uh, you guys obviously talked uh, all off season about how it was going to be good for Zach to take a step back and and watch Aaron and learn from him. Obviously, the timeline has sped up quite a bit. Like what? I guess what gives you confidence that this sped up timeline can work out for him and that he can handle this moment? Yeah, um, it's a fair question. He's he is, um, you know, from from a mental standpoint, he's so much different uh, than uh, this time a year ago. Uh, you know, he's he's in a great frame of mind. He's loving the game of football. He's loving the process that he's uh, he's going through. Um, he's got a lot of confidence. Um, you know all the 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 little things that uh, we we saw in college that he was struggling with a year ago are not the same struggles he was having that that, uh, that he had. You know he's he's fixed a lot of things, a lot of things, and so we're very excited about him. Uh, obviously, he will acknowledge he still has a, a lot of things to learn and grow, and um, and we're excited to be able to do that with him. Uh, I think he's been able to to rebuild rapport with his teammates and uh, and just the overall. Just the the way he's kind of handled himself has been fantastic, um, but everything about him is just so much different than a year ago. So we're, like I said, it's is it happening faster than I think anyone expected? Obviously, um, under the circumstances, but uh, he's somebody that's made a drastic improvement from a year ago. Robert, you just mentioned he's rebuilt the rapport with his teammates. Obviously, that was an issue last year after the New England game. How have you seen him do that this this off season? I guess training. I, yeah, I, I, let me fix that word rapport. It's more confidence. I should say confidence uh, in terms of just his ability to, to, to um, uh, from the process and the practice habits. Uh, not that they were bad. It's just there, there's a confidence. Like teammates want to see each other make plays and have confidence that you can do your job to the best of your ability. And uh, and I think just over the course of OTAs and training camp, uh, Zach has had a lot of success. I think you guys have witnessed a lot of it. I thought he did, had a really nice, uh, did a really nice job in all the preseason games. So I think he's built a lot of uh, confidence with his teammates. And uh, and so when I say rapport, I think it's more. Uh, I'm trying to say confidence. 
How would you describe your level of disappointment right now, Robert? For for us, uh, you know, in, I, no, in looking I, I at in looking at the injury, yeah, I just want yeah, to know, no, like, you. what are you feeling? What are you feeling? I feel more for Aaron than anyone. I, you know, he he is he's invested so much into this organization, so much into this journey that he's he's embarked on, and and wanting to uh, to be a part of uh, what we've got going here, and uh, and how much he's invested in not only this organization but his teammates, himself this fan base, the city, um, you know, so I, I have, uh, a lot of, uh, emotions for him, uh, as for us, you know, it's, it doesn't, um, I, I, it, it, it's really all about him. It is. I'm not, I, I don't look at it like what was me here for the organization. I think, uh, I think guys are excited about being able to step up and continue the things that we've been building, but, uh, but a lot of hurt for Aaron. The words of Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, moments ago, talking about the Jets without Aaron Rodgers after suffering that injury, even though they beat the Buffalo Bills last night, 22-16. to 16. All right, Harry Douglas, you're what Robert Sala, the Jets coach, had to say. Your thoughts on how he maintained his calm and cool, but you could feel the hurt and hear the hurt in his voice about for Aaron Rodgers as the person, not just the player. Oh, yeah, he was devastated, and you seen it on his face last night when the injury occurred. You see him on the sidelines, and he basically looked shell-shocked, like, are you kidding me that this has happened on the fourth play of the game in our season opener? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the guy that we were waiting on, the guy that we went out and did everything to go get. Well, you've seen that, right? And you heard a couple deep breaths within that press conference as well that he just had that. It's, it's a lot right now. It's a lot right, right now. But I think one of the things I took away from that press conference is that he said, Zach Wilson, there's our guy. Right. And he's different from a mental standpoint this time of year than he was last year. Had a, has had an opportunity to learn behind Aaron Rodgers and learn little nuances of the game and how to approach it, how to be approachable with your teammates. And that's something that Aaron Rodgers was able to show him and what he was able to do coming over to this football team. And I'm glad he changed the word rapport to confidence because I believe that's exactly what it is. Right. Last year, we, we, we got a note that. His teammates, a lot of those guys were in support Absolutely. of Mike White and, and yeah. wore Mike White T-shirts to support him as their quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Zach Wilson had rubbed a lot of guys wrong on his football team. But, you know, when you bring in a guy like Aaron Rodgers, and I heard this from somebody this morning, I believe it was RG3 on first take, Aaron Rodgers being able to show and lead and have Zach Wilson's back as a leader – also reflects to other people on that football team to have them feel a different way about Zach Wilson as well. But also you got to go out there and show that you're capable of making plays and to keep that confidence within your teammates. You can't go up, go out there and stink up the place. Yeah. I saw Garrett Wilson after he threw the interception, he got right with him on the bench and gave him a pat on the chest. We're going to be okay. We're going to be fine. Here's what we saw. All right. They got us on this one, but that's not going to happen again. It was not a coincidence that Zach Wilson played a little bit better after that supporting conversation, the sideline from his wide receiver and Garrett Wilson. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie. Harry, thanks for being a part of it and allowing it to be a part of you. A former New York Jet will speak on maybe the last time for Aaron Rodgers and now time again for Zach Wilson. Keep it here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. 
You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddy and Harry Podcast. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. How'd it come? FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu.